Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. It's Sunday, March 29th, 2020. This is the Corona Chronicles, Day 17. So today, I have uh, just two bits of information and then a special uh, interview that I was able to conduct last night with uh, my friend and uh, fellow artist, musician, and all-around good egg, Megan Gill. Uh, I spoke with Megan uh, while we are all in kind of our stay-at-home mode. She is uh, here in Trinidad uh, and was unable to return to Italy. So I figured I'd give her a ring and call her up and see what she had to say, see what was going on, because she is um, currently uh, working on some music and generally trying to, to keep positive and moving forward. And I figure what a, what a better way to, to, to catch up than to, to reach out to her. So that's going on this evening. But as I was saying, uh, I wanted to give some news updates to the folks. Uh, if uh, you've been following with me over the last uh, few episodes of the show, um, about what's the state of affairs here in Trinidad. First and foremost, uh, we're all doing okay. Uh, health is good. Uh, the weather's pretty pretty spectacular right now. Um, nothing really uh, crazy on the on the horizon. So we got that going for us. But yeah, we're going into into the uh, the stay at home, social distance, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, from this Sunday. The actually this evening, uh, once midnight crosses, to April fifteenth or sixteenth. Um, so about two weeks worth of, of staying, uh, staying near or close to or in your, uh, your place of residence. So um, we're getting it too, folks. So nobody, no one gets away from this uh, for free. That being said, so here's some of the information about uh, what has been uh, posted. Uh, this news report comes from the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian. Uh, this was posted about an hour ago. It says here, two more people have tested positive for COVID-19 in TNT. The following is a statement by the Ministry of Health. As part of the national drive to safeguard the health of the Trinidad and Tobago population in the face of the global COVID-19 outbreak, the Ministry of Health continues to, pro- to provide up-to-date information on the, fo- on, the, on the country's status in this regard. As of the afternoon of Sunday, March 29, 2020, the Ministry reports the following. Number of samples submitted to the Caribbean Public Health Agency for testing for COVID-19 is 525. Number of samples which have tested positive, 78. Number of deaths, 3. Number of persons discharged, 1. The Ministry of Health provides the following update. Two additional positive cases have been confirmed. The first confirmed case was of close contact of someone who tested positive for COVID-19. The second confirmed case is a pending Epidemiology, oh boy, that's a word I'm going to stumble over, so forgive me. Epidemiological investigation. Of the total number of cases, 49 of these positive cases came from the group of nationals who recently returned from a cruise. 46 positive cases from the group of 68 nationals who returned from the cruise together. Three positive cases from the group of nationals who returned from the same cruise separately from the 68 nationals. The Ministry of Health reminds the public that placing your hands on your face increases the risk of contracting the virus. The virus can transfer from your hands to your nose and mouth and then enter your body. Protect yourself by washing your hands often with soap and water 
or by using an alcohol-based sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol if soap and water are not available. As I'm recording this, the sun has pretty much gone down and evening is approaching here. And in general, the town uh, is fairly, fairly quiet. Uh, more quiet than usual on a Sunday, Sunday evening here in Trinidad. Um, there are no excessive lines in, in this, such as the grocery stores or gas stations or other types of, of places where people would get supplies. Um, now, I can't speak for uh, the central portion of the, uh, the, the island of like Chuguanas or in uh, the southern part in San Fernando and all areas uh, down that way. Um, if they are anything like what's up here, um, hopefully uh, everyone has remained pretty, pretty calm, um, has done what they've needed to do at, to, to get themselves uh, organized and, um, you know, will uh, remain in a, in, a, in a healthy state of, of cautious optimism for the next two weeks. Uh, I know that I've been reading some reports about the effects of, of this uh, event has had on some people, um, whether it be creating stresses that they uh, were not aware of, or lack of sleep, or um, other types of, uh, of um, not maladies, but, you know, things that uh, make us all uneasy because, you know, we're not accustomed to uh, this, uh, this type of environment. This is, one might say, a hard left turn, and getting uh, uh, used to it is going to, is, is, this is kind of a forced, forced march, you might, you might say. But, you know, I was thinking about this uh, earlier, is that every so often when, uh, when something comes along, sometimes it's kind of like a reset. Some resets are a little bit nicer than others. Um, say you, you have a little too much to drink and you wake up the next morning with a hangover. It's kind of a reset where you go, okay, maybe I don't really want to do that again. And so you have to kind of reset your body, get yourself healthy again so you can move on. And then there are times when you're in a job or a position and it ends, and it, whether it be by your choice or, or by you know, some other type of circumstance. You know, it gives you an opportunity to reflect and reset and reload and, and get going for uh, what's, what's to come next because every experience hopefully prepares you for what's coming next. Whether you whether you realize it or not, to me this is a big hard reset for for everybody. Everybody is not uh, uh, everybody is affected by by this event, and we're all going through a major reset. So this isn't a uh, you problem, a me problem. Of course, this is a, a, a we problem, an us problem. So we'll go through this reset, but we're going to you know what we're going to recover, we're going to reload, and we're going to reengage. And we're going to get after it. Um, the other thing that came across my uh, my little news uh, wire was also, and this may be of interest to uh, people who have family and friends who might have traveled to the to this area and are considering traveling back to the U.S. Uh, it says here the U.S. Embassy organizes flight out of TNT for citizens. U.S. Embassy in Port of Spain is advising Americans living in Trinidad and Tobago who wish to return to the U.S. that it had organized a private charter flight scheduled to depart Port of Spain for Miami on April 1st at noon. In a release sent yesterday, the embassy said people wishing to book travel on this flight can call 603-929-9300 or send an email 
to client services at pjsgroup.com. The embassy said it is a charter flight, and as such, the cost of a ticket will be substantially higher than typical commercial fares. Those interested must have valid travel documents to board the flight. The embassy also advised that this was the only flight to the U.S. available for the foreseeable future. All who do not travel on this flight should be prepared to remain in TNT until regularly scheduled commercial flights to the United States resume, it said. Now, for me, I've had this discussion with uh, my family about what what to do. And I've also spoken with, with friends and colleagues who are here in, in Trinidad. And one of the things that um, is, is a big challenge is trying to decide what is right. You know, what does your heart say? What does your gut say? What is your uh, what is the uh, what does your mind say? If you, you you know where where how do you weigh the information? And one of the things that was really brought to my attention was that as much as I do love the U.S. and I would love to be with my family in this time of of uh, of pandemic crisis, you know, in some level um, because. Going home to, to my family, my, my parents are elderly, and I couldn't imagine if I, for some reason, um, had a cold, a sniffle, um, unbeknownst to me, uh, affected them in some way. Uh, that would be the, the worst, because uh, the only place that I have to, to call home is my the home that I had grown up in. So, you know, that's that's one of those really tough choices. This is the life of, of someone who uh, who's bounced around. Uh, for a while, this is what I. This is a, a thing that maybe some of you have had to face, um, who are either living abroad or, or now find themselves, uh, due to circumstance, moving in with, who have had to move in with uh, friends or relatives or family. Uh, so there is that. The second part is is that um, I'm a big believer of you don't leave when things get hard or difficult. Um, Trinidad has been my home in some form or fashion for the last eight years. So this is my team. You know, you don't leave your team when, uh, when the opportunity says, oh, it's time to go. You know, you'll know uh, when, it, when it's time, when, when the job is done. But I know that there's more for me to, for me to do. Now, I'm not trying to be some hero or some patriot, patriot or, or anything like that. Just good, just that's what my gut tells me, is that I got more work to do here, more to offer, and, you know, like I said, it's my team. So stick with your team. Okay. I, uh, that's all I got in terms of, of any kind of news. It's been, uh, it's been a challenging week, and I know that it's Sunday, and you probably don't want to listen to, to me go on and on and on about uh, lots of things. We have, a, we have a busy week coming up. Uh, and I know that uh, for some of you, it may be more of the same. Some of you may uh, have the opportunity to, to maybe get out a little bit, get some fresh air from where you are, um, whatever it may be. Uh, go into this next week with some positivity and uh, know that uh, I got your back and that I'm, I'm thinking about you uh, wherever you may be, uh, here, there, everywhere. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. I could go on and on, but I'm, I'm going to babble. I'm going to sit here and enjoy my well-steeped cup of tea, and my, my chocolate digestive, which, by the way, is uh, one of, has become one of my favorite things uh, since uh, coming to, to Trinidad. I never thought I'd be a tea and digestive person, but I clearly enjoy them. 
I enjoy them quite a bit. So if that's not a ringing endorsement, I don't know what is. Um, so yeah. So uh, coming up, a interview with Megan Gill, musician, uh, artist, all around good person. Um, we did this over over Skype, obviously, because we can't be in the same place at the same time. So there might be a few clunky moments. Uh, you know, that's the way the internet is lately. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. And if you get a chance, check out the previous interview that we did uh, a little over a year ago. So if you go back into the archive, look up uh, Megan Gill and uh, listen to what she had to say about a year ago before she went to before she went to Italy, or as I think she had just gotten into Italy. Um, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or anything you'd like to pass along that uh, you'd like me to share, um, please reach out to the show email at archivett24 at yahoo.com. That's archivett24 at yahoo.com. And we are now live and in living color. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> this is uh, this is the uh, the archiving technical theater history podcast, um, which is the world's longest name, and it's the worst name because we need to come up <laughs> with something better. Because I'm I'm still searching for ideas. I mean, I do you want to mean how much of the name do you want to maintain? Because I can, we can try to brainstorm something. A- absolutely. I you know what? If it if we keep the name, if we don't keep the name. Uh, it, it's an ever-evolving thing. But before before we get too deep into that rabbit hole, uh, I'd like to introduce everyone, the audience, the listening audience, to uh, a friend of the of the program uh, and superstar in her own right. Our friend Megan Gill is is hey. back from uh, her world travels abroad, near and far, and she is uh, here self quarantined. Like the rest of us here That's in true. Trinidad and Tobago. How you doing? I mean, you know, first of all, thanks for having me. Saturday night, turn up. I just want to say cheers to you and to everyone else listening and watching and going through this all together. We, we are we are clinking our drinks. What are we, what are what are you drinking tonight? Mm, I'm actually I'm drinking um, Hennessy and coconut uh, water. Hennessy but and you- coconut water. Yeah, it's really delicious. But just so you guys know, that's my grandmother's stash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah, she just like she was like, hey, like, if you want, there's like some brandy. I was like, oh, great, I have some coconut water. I can just she pulls out a bottle of Hennessy. I was like, I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Um, but I like to switch it up, you know, do a little bit of uh, coconut rum. Do a little bit of Campari, you know. I'm you into know, it all. What is Campari? I've never had Campari. I should have. I should probably research that. Um, but um, is it made from hibiscus or like some kind of flower, like floral liqueur, like something like that? I think I believe. Um, but it's like a huge thing in Italy to drink Campari. Like the Campari spritz is like the go-to drink. It's Campari and prosecco and soda. And um, it's like the go-to cocktail when you, when you go out with your friends and stuff like that. So I, I acquired the taste. Apparently, not many people uh, are into it. But um, I drink it with tonic. I love it. And I feel very connected to my, you know, 
my second home because I've been sort of ripped away from Italy recently. And um, yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, drinking and remembering the times of, you know, all the aperitivo and uh, all the fun things that we did as friends and people going out on the town and my heart's with them right now. Yeah, I understand. I completely understand that. I know that the last time we spoke uh, like this was a little over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And you had uh, you had just kind of gotten yourself settled in to to life there. That's and, true. And you had quite the quite the journey. And uh, it, it seemed as though that uh, that uh, that uh, journey was going to turn into a stay and yeah. that uh, you had really kind of found uh, yourself in uh, in uh, in Italy. Uh, yeah. what, what 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 exactly. So you finished the program. Uh, yeah. at school and then what was what was next so I mean yeah so I finished the program and then um, I had the opportunity to do some creative management for the New Year's Day parade in Rome so I stayed on like I, I acquired my papers to stay on an extra year so that I can afford that opportunity and then just like my plan was to just continue seeking I was doing well with like the few projects you know um I would have had um, a summer camp that I worked at as a theater teacher in um, July lined up, this July, so that was lined up. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I just had like my small getting by job until, you know, things, until I got more projects. So that was like the trajectory, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't really have much of a solid plan or a, a stable job, which I was very happy about because I enjoy working on a project basis, you know, and, and doing something for a week or two weeks or a month or whatever, and then just moving on to something else. So it was still kind of unfolding. I I definitely was like, you know what, twenty twenty feels like my year. And and it and I and it was on the trajectory of, of being that. Uh, I, we none of us clearly planned for the the coronavirus that has that has interrupted life as we know it. Yeah. But let's but let's that's that's today and let's not worry about that. Let's actually mm -hmm. talk about the, the 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 good time and and what was you were building towards. Now you said you uh, had you had it. said you you had said you had gotten a a job that was helping you establish kind of pay the bills kind of thing. What was it? Yeah, I was babysitting. Oh, babysit. I thought the the way that uh, your uh, Instagram, Facebook, wh wherever you were posting on on your, yeah, yeah. your various social media, it looked as though you were doing uh, tours and 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 uh, walkthroughs and all I that kind of thing. I was doing that too. Yeah, I was doing that. I um I did like some tour management work um for a short while um for the New Year's Day parade. So okay. a lot of time after Christmas was spent um with that with the um. It was a youth music of the world and destination events who organized the event. And um, I did some tour management, uh, which is the first time I ever did that be before. Um, and I had some, I guess what you would call like VIPs, like clients of the company and like potential, potential clients and consultants and stuff. So I was kind of like people managing their itineraries. Mm -hmm. um, and then the entire week of activities leading up to the parade and after and so it was a very cool, it was the first time I did anything like, um, like that, to be honest, into okay. like, the tourism industry and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, um, my, my little hustle was the babysitting and, um, 
you know, babysitting. They, 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 they want English speakers. So I um, could like interact with the kids in English. And um, I had just started doing guitar lessons um, or setting up the guitar lessons to teach guitar as well before I, uh, I left. Um, and it was getting me by and I had a lot of free time and I'm very, um, you know, I was, I was having a nice life, you know, <laughs> uh, it was a nice time. I, I, I started learning Italian a bit more. I mean, now I've been out of there for, uh, some, some months, you know, so, um, so my Italian is not very good anymore, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was doing pretty well and I was, I was taking actual, um, Italian lessons and like, you know, like I was making a little, a little life, you know, and I was having a good time and yeah. If, uh, if, if that hadn't been interrupted, uh, where so you would come back to, to Trinidad to, to visit or for family or for carnival. Yes. Yeah. I came back to just renew my documents. I had to renew my passports and, you know, get some things in order with the bank and everything. And before I moved back on to my next part of the journey, sure. you know, so, um, I literally, I, like, I just had, I got my, um, my permit of stay and then I came back to, um, to just finalize all the other stuff, um, you know, the passport and stuff like that. So I would have gone back to my, my life. I mean, my same apartment and my, my same job. And I made a lot of amazing contacts while I was working for the New Year's Day parade and, um, found some amazing mentors and stuff. So I was just, I was, I had some momentum going, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I believe I still can have momentum. I just have to, I just have to take a little while to process everything. Um, and no doubt I would have continued exploring the like tours because doing the tours was a really amazing time. And I knew my way around the city very well. I could have done a, a walking tour on my own if, if anyone wanted, you know what I mean? Oh, and this is, these are the Spanish steps and the Coliseum and the Cherry Fountain, all the best case, the best, best uh, place to have pizza. And all <laughs> <sighs> so the, yep. the, the, is, is the, is the permit of stay still active or is that something you, that you have to go through the process again for it? Yeah, right now, um, the government like offices, like those things are kind of suspended. So I can't really get, Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Information. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a, I was just supposed to collect it. So the, usually the permit is stay, you just renew it every year. So um, this particular one um, was available because I had studied in Italy. So it's like right. a work permit, not quite a work permit, but it allows you, once you studied, to uh, look for work for another year. So that's the one that I, I got. Yeah, my, my experience in, uh, in Germany was, was a little bit uh, similar in which if you come to study at a university, for example, um, there is a, a, a paperwork process that you have to get a letter from your landlord and you have to have a, you know, you show your documents from the school yeah. and then you go yeah. and you register and they say, oh, okay, you're here for an actual reason. It's not as though you just kind of showed up out of the blue. Um, uh, one of the, since you, since you've been back, you've actually had the opportunity to be interviewed by, uh, by another, uh, podcast. Um, yeah. could you, That's could fun. you just, uh, tell the audience, uh, who those folks were? Because I've seen it. I saw the interview and it was yeah. great and I wanted to ask you more about it. But, uh, first of all, who are those, who are those folks and how did that, uh, come about? That's, uh, Justin and Dexter and their podcast is, uh, the house lime, the so- house lime. Yeah, so you could find it on like many uh, 
platforms and they also do like the the interviews the visuals on youtube so you can like see the interview on okay. youtube um yeah i mean i i'd known dexter in the like rock and uh, alternative music community in trinidad um and i'd seen that they started doing this podcast which i was really excited about right i thought it was like a great initiative and i was like this is awesome right so as soon as i saw it i started posting it for everyone to watch right they, they featured some really cool cool people in music and tech and just like entrepreneurs in general um creatives in general and stuff like that and so it was really like a, a remarkable thing and um so dexter reached out to me and uh, wanted me to be on the show and kind of talk about my life so it was like all the way from like the beginning of time like <laughs> you know was like into music and so we went through like my whole life of music and then through schooling and you know all the changes that took place in my life and stuff to moving to work for Disney and then to go and do my master it was a uh, cool it was really cool so it was a really like it was a nice lime and we were drinking just like we we are now so it was very <laughs> like conversational podcasting drinking you know who knew i mean if they can make a show called drunk history you uh, know but uh you know i i i i've said i have agreed with it with this view and i think this i heard this from joe rogan uh and his podcast and he said you know it's great that there are a lot of voices out there a lot of people that uh, have distinct point of views Sure, there are many, many comedians now that, for example, have have podcasts, whether it be uh, Whitney Cummings or Burt Kreischer or Joe Rogan or or um, Tom Segura or things like that. You know, sure, they're, they're all comedians and they're all talking about comedy, but they all bring different points of view. And to have a, a podcast that um, talks about the creatives in Trinidad and maybe life and all those kinds of things. I think that's great. I, I, you know, I, I hope that more of these are, are inspired to, to spring up. Um, I, I, you know, I, I I learned through, I learned of them through other social platforms. I mean, is there, is there any others that, uh, you could particularly recommend that are say like Trinidad centric? I have no idea. Um, I don't know. We need to get on that then. Yeah, I should, hey? Um, so if anyone from Trinidad is listening, write in the comments and re- and recommend me some amazing podcasts to check out from Trinidad and creatives in Trinidad. Write in the comments. I think so. I, I would, if, if there were some people I would love to listen to, if, first of all, first and foremost, it would be the three, the, the folks from Three Canal. I yeah, bet yeah. you they some fantastic stories i mean i cannot imagine that what they've seen and what they've experienced and what they've accomplished that's awesome that's true they they interviewed um nikolai salcedo who i have worked with before and love and Mm -hmm. i never knew his story and um it was really awesome too he he was in um he was recently in um, this uh, film called Hero. He was like the the star of, of Hero. And um, he was in a band called Gazette. A kind of rock, kind of reggae. I don't know, it was a fusion kind of band. And um, an actor and stuff. And I worked in theater with him. Did some mm-hmm. sound production that he was in. And to find out about his life was really fascinating. So I could see like if they had the um, Tree Canal guys in, that would be... 
man, what would you ask them? You know, like so many things. Like, where do you even start? I, I know, I know. They uh, they have done so much, um, not only as artists, but for the community as well, and the 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 platform that they provide to. Uh, young performers, uh, not only uh, during the carnival season, but also in some of their shows in which, you know, they have, um, you know, opening acts and, and things like that. And that's something I don't think we talked about uh, a lot uh, in the in the in the last time we, we spoke was the, the music scene. Now that you've been sort of away from it for a while and mm-hmm. clearly you've 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 you're, you're, you've come back. Um, what do you, what have, have you learned anything new? Are there, is, is, is it changed a lot? Is it still relatively the same? Uh, what, what have you noticed about, uh, the music scene here in Trinidad? I mean, well, when you say music scene, I would, I'm assuming like everything other than soca, like the alternative music scene. Right. right. I mean, yeah. Is, the things that yeah. are not like soca, calypso, pan, yeah. I mean, the, the, um, things yeah because like when i when i came back it was carnival season carnival time right so there wasn't many there there weren't many shows happening that were not like carnival oriented and soca oriented right but i right. would say that there are there seem to be many uh, or a few new um venues or bodies that are putting together sort of um just like spaces where creativity can thrive not just music but um dance and other things right because like for me I mean I'm I'm all about the music but I'm all about the theater and just performing arts in general right so there's like a few um a few vent like well not venues but like like for instance there's the, the the bohemia room that um they host like you sign up it's kind of like an open mic or sometimes they have like um bands that they would have perform or whatever and you sign sure. up and showcase your talents right I've not I've not been able to be at any of them, but I've been following them on Instagram and they're very um active on their Instagram and their platforms and stuff and it's just very cool to see, you know. And um they have some really amazing talented, some well known, some not. Um a lot of young artists, visual artists that have like their their uh, art on the walls and stuff. So it's like art and music and poetry and like a bunch of stuff all together and it's just that is I really like enjoy watching I've, I've enjoyed watching them kind of grow and like blossom into like a, a sort of a big thing right, right. um and um, so i've been following that um there's another one called uh, another body of people doing some really cool music stuff called lightbox so they feature um musicians or artists to come and sing original music or sometimes there's like people singing original music and someone's like live painting original content. And it's really well done. Like the production of that is very, very well done. And um, so I've been following them a lot. I, I, I meant to go to one of their, um, like their close, like their season party or whatever, but like, you know, things just didn't really work out to do that. Right. The, the, um, the craziness that has been the last month yeah. and a half. Yeah. 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 So, but there have been a lot of um, amazing things um, within the arts that that I've been I've been watching unfold slowly while I was in Italy and trying to um, just trying to like plot like see the trends and see how things are moving and I have no doubt that once this is over whether this is a few weeks or months or years 
Hopefully not years. Yeah, <laughs> let, yeah. Let, let's hope it's just two weeks and then, you know, everyone I'll, goes back to their, you know, yeah. normal lives. How long this may be, but I, there's going to be a surge of the, the arts and, ex, ex, like, experiential um, theater and just general sensory experiences. And people are going to want to be stimulated. And I just feel like, you know, these these guys, these people who are putting, who have these companies or these ideas and stuff really have to, like, this is a great time to incubate your talents and your creative business and get ready for when this thing is over because people are going to want to consume. Mind you, there's also that, like, economy, like, balance because some people are, like, out of work and stuff like that. So, like, we have Ab- to... Absolutely. Yeah. So, we have absolutely. to... Find uh, we have to kind of monitor everything. It's such a holistic thing right now to to kind of monitor it all. But. Well, it's 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 kind of interesting because one of the things, uh, even even though I mean I was I wasn't nearly as gone as as long as you were. So you know some of the 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 landscape has probably changed in greater detail than 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 I am aware of, um, because I remember the venue shakers. Uh, disappeared. Yeah. They're they're completely gone. That was a venue that uh, seemed to be open to uh, to having uh, acts of of that were non soca and more little rock and roll and and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And I know that um, at least I don't know if they do this anymore. But Kaizo Blues, which is now over on um, Wrightson Martin. Road, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, really nice, nice venue. Um, and uh, but. The, the, I, I remember getting interested. I didn't realize that there was a comedy scene that, the, you know, of, of some sort, that they had like an open mic comedy thing. I, I could be wrong. It may have been just for a, a brief while, but it was mm-hmm. fascinating to know. Um, uh, just, you, you've started doing an Instagram live uh, yeah. show to, to, to keep your, your music and your, and your creativity and your art out there. And I was I, curious to know. I'll... More and like, what? Keep my morale sort of like up, you know, and me. Oh yeah. The the discipline and just like a little bit of give me something to work towards. But yes, all of these, all of the above. My 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 question is is for because uh, my my world is tends to be Facebook, Instagram. I don't do Twitter. I I have no desire to get involved in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm familiar with a lot of different other platforms, whether because because of the podcast of getting involved with Spotify and, and Apple Podcasts and so on and so forth and Anchor. Um, uh, what what do you what do you find? What are the avenues that you use to consume uh, and find out more about the, the different music or, or artists that are out there? Um, I tend to hang on to Instagram quite a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because it's um I feel like so Facebook is Facebook is still relevant right but in terms of audience like I like to I would like to get like ahead and sort of like see the up and comers right or you know what I mean and and so there's a lot of younger people consuming content on Instagram and so a lot of musicians and artists and stuff are having to facilitate that and put their material on Instagram. So I feel like Instagram is very hot at the moment. Like right. the hot thing to be a part of and visual content and quick visuals is, you know, it's all, that's what all Instagram's about, right? Um, 
So I I try to um, understand the um, the formula of Instagram, so to speak, right? And um, being active is very important, like to make sure you comment or you like or you engage or stuff like that. But I find a lot of the like up and coming and emerging artists and artists on on Instagram. Okay, now you've uh, you previously you talked about. Um playing uh guitar and giving guitar lessons now you but you but that wasn't your 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 first uh music or your your first instrument i mean you had talked about how you um started with the bass correct no no, bass was after so bass was after okay yeah i started like i wanted to play drums i ended up playing pan and i played pan for quite some time um and i did i had to do pan for music in form five and Mm -hmm. but i i started playing guitar at, at a young, very young age, right after Pan. And then I started playing bass after that. So bass was like the last like thing. <laughs> I mean, okay. I had to play keys for a short while. When I was when I was super into music, I like played keyboard for a bit. Um, but I wouldn't practice. So. Okay. Now, now, you know, here was something that uh, I, I, I was thinking about, is that at times when, when artists tend to be at, I don't want to say at their lowest or at a, a time of stress or a time of unknown, they tend to be the most creative. Like for some reason, a wellspring opens up within them and all of a sudden you have, you know, you're writing songs and you're, and you're, and you, you have all this, this material that kind of comes out of you and you're writing books and you have lyrics and all this kind of stuff yeah. with, with, with the time on your hands at the moment, have you have, and and the fact that you've you've put yourself out there you said this is my goal and this is what i want to accomplish if it's uh an instagram live once a week on mm-hmm. on friday nights um have you found that that has been you you found yourself being cr- more creative than you thought you would be um i think i think that right now i um i mean at the early stages of of getting to that because at first, it was like a processing situation, and then I did. I mean, I mean, I'm here in my in my family home, and mm-hmm. I have guitars here, right? And I have time, so it was more about like disciplining myself to have a purpose and to make sure that I can, you know, practice and you know work towards a goal, which is the Instagram live, um, mm-hmm. and you know, so now I'm in, I'm in that sort of, I'm in that area, but definitely I'm going to be here. Like if you see this room, like this room, I used to teach guitar when I was young. That was my first job that I ever had. I taught guitar and, and in this room, right? So right. I'm back in this big empty room and I have the space and the time. And so I'm, I'm, excited to see what happens in the coming weeks um and i definitely plan on on writing and um but yes i'm i'm just now getting into this okay megan like here here you are again you have your instruments you are this feels like you you know and um my grand has a lot of she's very popular that's my grand we, we we want to give a, a lot of love out to your to your grand. How now? Uh, I know she just she just recently had a birthday. Yes, she did. She turned ninety. Oh my gosh! Yeah, 
yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and how did she celebrate? How did you celebrate? We were in Tobago, so her um, she, we had some uh, some family, and we, we were in Tobago for a few days, and you know we were in Pigeon Point, and it was a lovely time, and she was drinking her Hennessy, and had a great. Well, you, it's funny you laugh, but uh, I I feel like grandmothers have a have a, have a specific drink, like my grandmother was loved southern comfort just absolutely loved it that's another good one though i find it too sweet i find it really sugary but that's just me i i tend not to to uh, to to go towards it's good uh, on the rock. i like those sweet like i really enjoy like the honey ribbons and stuff like that so that's I, I, yeah I, I everything like my i drink campari like that is definitely the most acquired the, the most acquired taste in the world i'm just about to mix myself another drink is this like video also going live too? No, no, no. We're just we're just uh, oh. doing the audio. Mix your drink away. Because I mean, it's fine. You know, it's chilled. Like it's. <laughs> this is my lime right now. So. Well, if 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 I could, you know, if I if I could, my my goal is now. This is a story I I don't think I've ever told, so I'm telling you. Just me. No it, one else. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, no, no one's listening. Uh, <laughs> was I remember being in high school, and uh, I can't. Re- I think the teacher's name was Mr. McSherry, Dennis McSherry. I think was his name, and he had a, a, an assignment where we had to do what was our what was the job that we wanted to do most. And at the time, I said that I wanted to work on the radio, that I wanted to be. Well, I used to love listening to uh, WGN radio, which was a talk radio station in in Chicago. Uh, And I I grew up uh, listening to uh, Wally Phillips. Now, this shows my age because uh, Wally Phillips was the, the person that my parents listened to. And Wally Phillips gave to Bob Collins and Bob Collins to the next person and things like that. But Wally Phillips was one of the original people that did like phony phone calls. And he had uh, a way of doing uh, records so he could so he could have uh, audio drops of people talking and things like that. And I was so fascinated by that. I always wanted to be Wally Phillips. And uh, I remember in class, I tried to do my own radio show in class. Mm hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I put that to a side and then it wasn't until, uh, two years ago now, now it's, now it's almost two years that, uh, this whole podcast thing got involved. And now I feel like, I feel like this is much more like my, 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 my field, like who I am and <laughs> things like that, which is so strange to me because I spent 20 20- well, I spent 20 years doing 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 theater, and I'm, I still sort of do it on some level. But I prefer these conversations. I prefer learning about the history or the research or just what's going on. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, shows are exciting. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I would rather spend an hour or two or however long just having these conversations because these are just deeply fascinating to me. Oh, look at you, Richard. I, I'm all grown up. What can Found I say? Yourself. Well, it's funny because my mother, my mother, for the longest time, uh, would always say, oh, you should be like Larry King. I'm like, mother, I'm not that old. 
<laughs> and awesome. second, yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, she she would buy me books of like how to talk to people one oh one, blah, and you know all sorts of things. But so maybe maybe in some way, you know, I finally I finally got there. It just took me a, a long way to way to get there. Right on. And who knows? And who knows? You know, it's like if Italy is. It clearly is what speaks to you, and it's it's the like you're it. it I I always I always say this uh, when people are are wistful about coming to the islands. I said, you know, your island is calling you home. You know, maybe maybe that's yeah. the thing, but maybe uh, for you, it's that Italy is calling you home. That that's where you yeah. are going to plant your flag and and I establish mean, yourself. I mean, I did like before I left. You know, when I thought I was going back, I um. I was ready to give this year like all I got, you know, because mm-hmm. I had the momentum, I had some contacts, I built an amazing network and, you know, I was like, okay, I have my little job and I, I was, I was actually working, um, and doing a few like working and like just kind of like assisting in like this studio, um, called the Kate Academy studio in very close to where I live. So I, I actually recorded a, a, a song there. Um, so I did that and so like I was making a lot of lovely connections and not just not just like contacts for um, myself and my career but just like connections with people you know and like the Italian way of life and it was very similar to like Trini like way of life like everyone loves to drink and lime and have a good time (laughs) you know it's just like very easy going and laid back I was loving the life and I was just ready to like give it another shot and I still am like, I'm still get up and ready to go and completely open to all the possibilities because everything is a possibility right now. So I welcome it all. Did you did, have you found that when you when you came back that um, Trinidad felt different to you or did it feel the same or mm-hmm. or, or what? Well, this was the longest I'd been away actually without returning so when i left in october of 2018 i hadn't been back until february of this year so i was gone for quite some time so sure so when i came back it definitely felt more of like a a vacation almost Mm -hmm. Um, you know and it was carnival season so i was and i i thought i was there for five weeks i'm just gonna have the best time go to like whatever amount of feds that I could afford because I was on a strict budget and, um, you know, trying to organize a few other things. Um, I would say it definitely felt a bit of both, you know, it's kind of like, it does feel different because my, my eyes are different. Like my, my perspective is, is different. Um, but things, you know, things are the same. And, and I found myself smirking and smiling a lot because of that, you know, like, whether it's like just the Trinidad accent, just to be around it again, or just like the the spirit of carnival and watching the bands pass by on the streets, like I was very grateful to be able to call this my home and to have this to come back to, you know. So it was a little bit of a little bit of both. So now that uh, now that you've had this experience and you're going to continue to have this experience. Um, you you have had the opportunity to talk to students at uh, various schools and other 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 programs. Um, what is the what is the advice or 
or words that you you give to them that uh, uh, you you pass along? What what is it that what is the insight that um, through your experience that you say this is what is possible? Um, oof, that's a that's a, that's a question. I definitely know that when it comes to when it comes to your your work or in general, you should always do your always do your best because you you really don't know who's going to hear or see your work right so put your best foot forward because you really don't know who can be the person to see it right and in terms of possibilities i mean if you're willing to put in some time and discipline then you basically can make anything happen for you it's just patience and diligence Right, because my journey to Italy was, you know, I, I would say that between research and getting there, I spent, you know, over a year and a half to to research my, my options, to save the money, to, you know, organize everything. And it takes some time. So you're gonna have to put in the time if you want to to do those kinds of things. But it is entirely possible, but it's not easy. Or else everyone would be doing it. Okay, all right. And um, uh, now I, I, I clearly we we have we have much more um, um, chatting to do. But that's that that's that that that's the cocktail hour. That that's the the Patreon portion that people will if uh, if I ever get around to doing something like that that will uh, will sign people up for. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's um, what what. Uh, if there is uh, uh, if people want to find, so you have established a a Friday night Instagram uh, music um, exposure extravaganza concert. How would you describe it? Um, I would just say it's an acoustic jam. There's not. It's very casual. I um the last so it's it's Friday night. I'm going to try to stick to six p.m my time which is like 11 p.m in italy and i don't know okay. the other times around the world right now but um so i'm going to try to stick to that time slot because i really want my italian family to be able to catch me before they go to bed <laughs> so and to be able to chat a bit but um i have a few drinks and i played last time i played a bunch of my original stuff i you know opened my old journals and i was playing a bunch of a few songs that i would written back in the day um, next time I plan on doing some more covers and it's super interactive and I'm very, I mean, I definitely say a few curse words, you know what I mean? Like I just, it's very casual and, and just me in this room, um, jamming along and taking requests and stuff. And this as a way for me to interact with fans and friends, but also just like, I don't know, I love performing. So, and I love, I, I just, I, I know that music makes people smile it makes me smile too so in my small way do what i can right now to um help people smile so if you guys want to tune in ever the best thing to do is just to follow me on instagram at meg travels tt and just like wait for an update or a post or whatever and so you can you know stay abreast of all of the many quarantine things i choose to do live for your viewing pleasure so Megan travels TT. So that's no, at Megan Trav. What? At 
Meg travels. Meg, M E G. Yeah. yeah okay, not Megan. I'm doing a, a little hot hands right now. Meg is like my cute little name. You know what I mean? Okay, so at Meg Travels TT, Friday right. nights, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 6 p.m. Trinidad Time, or for our, for your, as you say, your your extended Italian family, 11, 11 p.m. Uh, Italian Time. And uh, how, how much notice do you give, uh, give folks a, a day or two, like a, 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 an early warning post? Um, yeah, I'd probably start like a countdown the day before. So you can always like click on the countdown so you can be notified when the live is about to begin. And then I would definitely post um, throughout the week, jamming or practicing. You'll see my stories and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, but it's super chill, like just like come as you are, but make sure you have a drink and um, or whatever it is, a brownie. I don't know what you what you're into, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just come and um, you know have fun for an hour and interact a bit, and let's you know send me where you're from so we know that. I mean, there's many people from around the world that have tuned in um, because I've traveled so much, right? So it's just like friends from everywhere, and I get to see them and everything. So it's just where it's solidarity, like world, like global solidarity. Let's just have a bit of fun amongst the chaos. I'm I'm a big fan of the power of positivity and putting it out there, and uh, it's fantastic. It's really great to 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 learn the next uh, portion of your journey. And I and I really do hope you make it back to Italy. I actually I don't hope it. I know you'll make it back there. And that would be awesome. Stuffs there. So <laughs> what? But all my stuffs there. So one way or the oh. other. You got you to go back and get your stuff. So you're saying it's in, it's in like some Italian storage place? It's in my it's in my apartment. Like it's in my it's in it's at the place that I was living. It's there. My life is there. So I gotta go, man. Okay, so so coronavirus, we need you to leave, skip town, go away, get the hell out of here because we need to go back to Italy and get Meg's stuff. That's right. That's, so that she could continue to have an awesome, awesome existence, life, and experience, and all sorts of good things. Thank you. I hope he listens. That's another. I, 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 that no good, dirty, snickle, sassa, fressa, fracking. <laughs> all right. Well, Meg, Megan, it has been wonderful to 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 talk to you. I know that uh, we're going to wrap this up, but I I bet you we're gonna we're gonna have a couple of more cocktails. And 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 yeah, kibitz, kibitz a little bit more, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll go from there. So again, if every anybody and everybody who's listening, uh, May at Meg loves travel or, or I'm sorry. Let me. What's your other thing? Like, let me hear all the variations of the. <laughs> I you know well I've had two tequilas at this point. I'm a little. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm a, I'm on the same boat. Mine is at Meg travels tt. Meg travels TT. That's Meg right. travels TT. If I yeah. say it enough times, it'll eventually seek into my my addled brain. Yeah, Meg, la, Meg travels TT. <laughs> the music experience from the from the wonderful confines of her uh, of her of her of her family home, and maybe just maybe you might even get a a, a peek of her grand and some of the <laughs> words of wisdom that I'll she. Ask her to come by has, next time. She's she made her, uh, so she's not gonna. 
she's she's not listening to me right now, but <laughs> she she might turn out to be the internet star of the show. You never know. I, I believe so. I'll ask her after after this. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, Megan. Cheers to you. And uh, for having me, this impromptu little podcast vibe was lit. A- absolutely. So, <laughs> folks, be sure to check her out uh, uh, on on Instagram. Um, and also, if you get an opportunity, check out our our previous interview in the archive of the Archiving Technical Theater History, a podcast name which is far too long and far too hard to say after two tequilas. <laughs> say that ten ten. <laughs> Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but um, I wish you well. And uh, everybody, uh, check it out. Friday nights, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 p.m. Italian Time. And wherever else you are, if you're somewhere in between or somewhere outside of that, you're on your own. All right. Yeah, Cheers. All right. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to tonight's interview. It's Sunday, March 29th, 2020. This has been the Corona Chronicles, Day 17. I'm your host, Richard Bryant. Thank you, and good night.